Listener Production. Australia Today's Morning Agenda with Natasha Belling. Good morning. Thanks for your company. Let's check what's making headlines this Tuesday, the 14th of June. In breaking news this morning, the Australian Socceroos are into the World Cup after a tense nil-all game this morning against Peru. The game went into extra time, which still could not separate the two, so it went to penalties. Aussie goalkeeper Andy Redmayne, the absolute hero. Here is the winning moment. And Redmayne makes the save. It's a save that means the world to Australia. It's a save that means the World Cup for Australia. Joy unbridled for Graham Arnold and Rene Mullenstein for his players. They are going to the World Cup in Qatar. No one gave them much of a chance, but never ever right off the Socceroos. That audio thanks to Channel 10. Let's check what else is making news. Households in New South Wales and Queensland are being warned of mass power outages as energy supplies battle to keep up with demand. Some areas in Sydney's northern beaches lost electricity overnight with power expected to return today. A major outage was just avoided in Queensland, but PowerLink Chief Executive Paul Shimshauser says households need to prepare and there are a number of ways you can conserve energy. Air conditioner on running in reverse cycle and, and heating. Uh, don't have it on black furnace mode, maybe just set the set those controls to 18 to 20 degrees C and save yourself a few dollars along the way. And uh, look, if you've got any, any appliances that are on standby, maybe just turn them off at the wall. Meantime, as the cold snap continues across the country, residents along the New South Wales coast are again being urged to stay out of the water with dangerous surf conditions set to continue. The Novavax jab has been provisionally registered in Australia as a booster for people aged 18 and over. It's the first protein-based vaccine registered for use as a third dose. It comes as children aged between 12 to 15 who are at most of risk of severe disease are now eligible for a third COVID vaccine. Former Chief Medical Officer Dr Brendan Murphy has told Channel 10 it's important every Australian is up to date with their COVID vaccines. Make sure that everybody gets a third vaccination dose. Everyone had their first two but some people still haven't had the third dose and the fourth dose if you're eligible and obviously if you're, if you're vulnerable you know, and you're susceptible to COVID that's they're the sort of people who probably should still be wearing masks in, in crowded spaces. Meantime, overseas, the US Food and Drug Administration has announced the Pfizer COVID vaccine is safe and effective in children under five. The finding comes ahead of a meeting later this week to decide if it should be rolled out for the younger age group. The Deputy Prime Minister will spend the next couple of days in Japan where he's set to call for stronger military ties. Today, Richard Miles will meet with Japanese Defence Minister to cement what he has described as a relationship of affection. He's also advised Australia will keep flying over the South China Sea as well as near the disputed Paracel Islands despite a Chinese jet damaging one of our Air Force's planes in May. A group of US senators has agreed to a framework for potential legislation on gun safety, including tougher background checks on people under the age of 21. It comes in the wake of mass school shootings, including the latest in Uvalde in Texas, where 19 children were killed and also two teachers. Editor-at-large Steve Clemens has told 10 it's significant both sides of government 
are coming together. I'm critical of how little is being achieved here, but that in itself is an achievement. It's good that 10 Republicans and 10 Democrats are willing to be listed, uh, you know, as having come together and done anything. Prince Andrew has been banned from appearing in public at the Order of the Garter ceremony after Prince Charles and William lobbied the Queen. It's reported the disgraced Duke of York hoped his appearance with the royal family at the event would ease him back into public life. He lost military ties and Royal Highness status after being accused of sexual assault as well as being involved in a civil sex case lawsuit earlier this year. Now let's check what's happening in your state with our reporters on the ground to Victoria and more concerning data has been released highlighting just how overstretched the state's health system is. New figures show police officers have spent more than 20,000 hours in just the past year transferring mental health patients where paramedics couldn't get to them. Our reporter James Lake has the details from Melbourne. The jump in hours was significant in the past year, Tash, 20,248 times where police were called to transfer patients because an ambulance wasn't available, up from just under 17,000 instances in 2019. Back in 2017, that number was under 13,000 times. Police bosses say they do understand the issues plaguing the healthcare system and Ambulance Victoria, but there are not enough police either allocated at police stations to keep up with their own work. To Queensland now, and it's been announced the Royal Brisbane and Women's Hospital will be the first to offer a one-stop shop for cancer treatments. Our reporter Amelia Oberhart has more from Brisbane. Yes, thanks, Tash. Well, the Cancer Council has welcomed the state government's investment in an Aussie First Cancer Treatment Centre in Brisbane. The $750 million project will offer the full spectrum of cancer services under one roof and construction set to kick off in 2024. The concept means cancer patients from across Queensland will be flown to just one hospital for treatment. It simplifies that treatment process, particularly for those who have to travel, and all those services will be available in one spot, and that'll be really life-changing for many. Now for the latest in business and finance news, we're joined this morning by Effie Zahos, editor-at-large at CanStar. Effie, good morning. Massive news coming out of the US this morning with concerning numbers regarding the stock market and inflation and now growing speculation of a big jump in interest rates and a major recession on the way. And that's set to have a major impact here. Yeah, morning, Tash. It does not look like it's going to be a good day for markets today following on what's happening globally. And it's exactly what you're saying. It's inflationary pressure. The numbers that came out of the US are bigger than what they expected. Um, and uh, there, a lot of um, uh, banks around the world are front-loading their uh, interest rate hikes. Um, and, you know, we too can expect probably a 50 basis point hike um, next month. That's what some of the uh, experts and analysts are saying to try and pull back this inflation. Um, but it's not looking good. So if you're an investor today, take a deep breath, probably stay calm. And, you know, a lot of the information I'm seeing coming out is that don't uh, have a knee-jerk reaction to, to what you may see. And that's also played into the fact that a lot of um, mortgage lenders in Australia are starting to mm. really compete for that dollar because people are switching banks to get a better deal with rates. 
Yeah, it does flow on through. I mean, if we're talking about rate hikes, we've already seen two, and I just said there's talk of another one uh, for, for, for next month. And um, what I'm seeing is quite pleasing is that some new numbers that came out from PEXA, which is a property settlement platform, they're seeing that there is a big inter- uptick in people switching lenders. Um, you know, in some states, as much as 26.7% higher over May. Victoria, for example, saw over 11,000 refinance settlements in May alone. Now, consumers are trying to find better deals and it's going to become a little bit harder as rates continue to go up. So what we're going to see is a whole lot of lenders come out with these shiny perks, so to speak, kind of like the steak knives, I call them. ANZ, for example, just launched a home loan that comes with 300,000 Qantas free compliance points. And to put that in perspective, that's about um, four economy uh, tickets. So that's a family can fly to, say, Melbourne to Honolulu. Um, and uh, that's about a $5,000 deal there. Now, it's rate, not the cheapest, but it's not the dearest either. Um, so this is how tough competition is. Others like reduced home loans, they're offering up to $10,000 cash back. Okay, the trap here is that you need to have a seriously big loan to get this $2 million plus. But my point here is that you are going to be inundated with some, you know, quite amazing offers you'll see. Stick back to the number one rule. Does it stack up on its own without all these shiny bells and whistles? You want to make sure you're not paying more in interest and fees and check the fine print. Some of them are having conditions that if you refinance, you may have to pay back the perk. Effie, thanks so much again for your thoughts. Thank you. For sport now with Brett Thomas and Brett, a few upsets in the Queen's birthday matches in both the AFL and NRL. Yeah, let's start with the AFL. 76,000 watched the Magpies storm from 20 points behind. To beat the reigning premiers, the Demons yesterday, they kicked seven out of the last eight goals. Now, Melbourne was without uh, star defender Stephen May, suspended over that restaurant brawl with teammate Jake Melksham. But uh, their coach, Simon Goodwin, says that's not the reason why they lost. Yeah, it is, but it's one that we'll embrace. You know, we look at all those situations as opportunities. And, yeah, it was a big week for our footy club. And we would have loved to have walked away from here with a victory and, and changed uh, the week that was. But the case is we didn't. Yeah, challenging week for the Demons. They've slipped off top spot, replaced by the Lions. That's now three losses in a row. In the NRL, we had the boil over of the season. The Dogs pulling off a stunning upset against uh, Parramatta, 34 points to four. Canterbury on a five-match losing streak under their caretaker coach uh, Mick Potter. They managed to beat the Eels, who are gunning for the top four. They'd beaten the Storm and the Panthers this year. Josh Adokar put his name in Origin Lights uh, once again with a hat-trick. That's now five tries in two games and the Fox told Triple M he tried to put that Origin snub out of his mind. Yeah, that's out of my control, but all I can do is keep playing good footy and let my footy uh, do the talking, bro. But like I said, I'm super proud of the boys' efforts tonight. And the dogs now Tash off the bottom of the ladder, sliding above the Titans. Thanks so much, Brett. Massive day in sport. Research shows getting your children to do chores not only helps ease a family's workload around the house, but can also boost their brain power. A study of more than 200 Victorian children has found regular tasks like making meals and watering plants are linked to improving important life skills like better planning and remembering instructions. Researchers also found 86% of children put their dirty clothes in a laundry hamper but only 59% make their own bed. There you go. And that's all you need to know to start your day with Australia Today's Morning Agenda. In your podcast feed from 6.30am every weekday morning, you can also catch the latest episode in a whole new world of audio by downloading the listener app for free.
I'm Natasha Belling. Thanks so much for your company. Have a great day and we'll see you tomorrow. 